0: Assalamu alaikum wa barakatuh And a very good evening Welcome uh, to the Airways of uh, the Voice of the Cave 91.3 FM And of course uh, the program Q&A uh, with myself, Mohammed Zain Majid Now as I promised you last week All the questions that we couldn't attend to Because we had uh, more than 100 SMS's Alhamdulillah We will be answering all of those questions So we're not taking any questions this evening we're only dealing with the questions that came in last week that we couldn't deal with. So here we go. And of course, uh, welcoming online as always, answering your questions all the way from Johannesburg, none other than Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussain. Asalaamu Alaikum, Mufti.
1: Wa Alaikum <laughs> assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sadaqallah khairan brother
0: Muhammad keeping.
1: Barakallah fikum Alhamdulillah nice and cold yeah. But alhamdulillah we thank almighty Allah For all his bounties and favors Alhamdulillah
0: Well we go straight into our first question It says uh, alaikum Mufti I want to know if it is permissible for a female To recite Quran while having a haid As a student of deen for necessity
1: Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Nahmaduhu wa nuswali ala rasulil kareem amabad all praise due to all my Allah the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of this universe. Peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu عليه وسلم. We as Muslims believe in the noble Qur'an and teachings and the hadith and sunnah of Nabi Alayhi Salaam. in Tirmidhi Sharif the hadith of Nabi Alayhi Salaam is mentioned, haidu junubu shay'an min al-Qur'an, the lady in menses or that person, male or female, in junub ceremonial impurity after husband-wife relationship, for example, cannot read any part or portion of the noble quran and that is the verdict of majority scholars the shafi's hanafis and so forth hanbalis they say is not permissible however the maliki scholars say if a lady is a Hafida and so forth and now she has to read out of need necessity then that will be permissible but that view is not the accepted view by majority scholars
0: Shikar Mufti, next question, it says, I'm married to my daughter's stepfather-in-law. He was already separated from his wife when we got involved. Now my daughter don't recognize me as her mother and neither my son-in-law. I can't even see my grandchildren. Mufti, please give some advice.
1: Obviously, what they are doing is not permissible because when you married, it was your choice. It's not that you need their permission, your daughter's permission, or your son-in-law's permission. So as long as you are happy and you know your family, your father or your brother and them give permission, so it's fine. Now for them to deprive you of seeing your grandchildren or they themselves don't contact you, all this is haram and not permissible. Islam teaches us in the noble Qur'an, Qur'an Korean states, in Surah 47, Surah Muhammad, verses 22, 23, in Tawallaytum, when you have authority, you cause much of mayhem on this earth, and you sever the family ties those are the people all might Allah curses them for sorrow makes them spiritually deaf and spiritually blind, and remember the fifteenth night of Shaban is coming tomorrow night, Friday night. Hence, each one of us needs to ask one another for forgiveness. Then Almighty Allah will forgive us. The hadith is mentioned in Ibn Hibbān and Mustadi Ahmad and various compilations. Mushahin, Mushahin people who have the grudges and malice and hatred. So I beg you, my dear daughter and son-in-law, make peace with your mother and mother-in-law.
0: Sugar indeed. For those that have just tuned in, the program is Q&A, and uh, as I said at the beginning of the program, we're not taking any questions this evening, because if you've missed out, uh, because uh, we had so many questions last week, so we're only dealing with the questions that wasn't answered last week. So going straight on to our next question, it says, uh, Mufti, isn't Nafaka part of a man's dean? Because some men let their wife go for work, uh, for, to work for them to, in today's time. What can be done in such a case?
1: When a person comes with a proposal and he says he wants to marry you, then remember that Islam has made it clear. From Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's time and from Nabi Adam time, Quran Karim states الْمَوْلُودِ لَهُ رِزْكُهُنَّ Which means that it is the duty of the husband, the father, he must provide the maintenance, the sustenance, the clothing according to equity and justice. And this is mentioned in Surah 2, Surah Baqarah, verses 233, so 233, so it shows that this is compulsory. It is not right, Islamically, the husband is sitting on his laurels and thinking of Hadi and his wife is going out to work. Obviously, that is incorrect and not permissible.
0: This question says, can Mufti uh, please give some advice on how to make sure that a Hindu male intends to become Muslim, but I fear that it could only be a pretense to get married to a Muslim girl?
1: In a case like that, what you should do is this. Tell him, fine, he must become a Muslim, and then he must practice on Islam for one year or so, and then we will see whether he is dedicated, devoted, or there is an ulterior motive and so forth. If he is devoted, dedicated, he will practice on everything that Islam teaches, and then you can think of getting married. And if he's got the ulterior motive, today he becomes Muslim, and after one week, one month, he wants to get married, then I will not advise you to marry him, because then there are so many cases, we know, that they just used a Muslim girl, and then they became murtad, Allah forbid, they denounce Islam
0: next question i want to know if a man walk away from his wife and he don't want to say where he's staying uh, or where he's going and it's gone now on for 10 months already and he and then basically the man the husband also thinks that is right what he's doing can mufti please comment on this
1: Obviously, what this husband is doing is absolutely unacceptable and not permissible in Islam. You can't just shirk your responsibilities, walk away from your wife and your children and say it is right that what you are doing. What about their nafaka maintenance? What about the children's tarbiyah and training and discipline? Remember that you walked away and it's 10 months gone, so your conjugal rights also of your wife have been neglected. So, brother, what you have done is multiple haram and not permissible. Again, I'll plead with you and humbly appeal to you. Go back to your wife and your children. The big night is coming. Ramadan is coming. So, make peace with all Allah and creation.
0: This question, it says, uh, when we make sandwiches or food which is not made to the satisfaction of our father, then it says uh, we make this uh, like non-Muslim food, um, uh, this is the way that we're doing it. This uh, upsets us. Can Mufti please give us some advice of how we can deal with this with our father?
1: Obviously the father, you have to respect him and so forth, but by the same token, the father should not be ungrateful, unthankful. Just see, in South Africa today, almost one-third of the people are unemployed and retrenched. In the world, if you take so many people, millions are not getting one meal per day. So all my tellah is giving us these meals, sandwiches and what have you. So dear father, you should make sugar and so forth. If the salt is less or pepper is less or something is less... Then just tell them nicely, you don't have to say that this is how non-Muslims make, and insult them. That is not permissible for a father to do. That, remember Quran, Kareem teaches us, husna. Speak to people in a nice manner, and you the children, grandchildren, for Opa and Oma and whoever, then speak to them also, lahuma karima, in a respectful manner.
0: She the voice of Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on the voice of the cape 91.3 FM. Next question it says Mufti, Allah responded to the Prophet ﷺ through his dreams. How did Allah communicate with the angels? We get that answer from Mufti after this. The voice of the cape. We continue now with the program Q&A On The Voice of the Cape And a reminder that we're not taking any questions this evening We're dealing with the questions that was left over From last week's program Which is quite a bit of questions So we're only taking uh, Answering that, uh, those questions The question that we posed uh, Mufti before the break it says, Mufti. Allah responded to the Prophet sallam, Through his dreams How did Allah communicate with the angels?
1: Remember that for all Matyallah to communicate with any creation is very, very easy. All Matyallah created the entire creation, and all Matyallah controls everything of every creation. So whatever the perceptions are, whatever the things are of the angels, so all Allah, puts it in them, then they preserve it. For example, look at the Qur'an, Surah 26, Surah to Shu'ara, regarding the powers. And verses 192, 193, 194. وَإِنَّهُ لَتَنْزِيلُ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ This Quran Kareem has been revealed gradually from the Sustainer, Nourisher of all the worlds. نَزَلَ بِهِ الرُّوحُ الْأَمِينُ. Shibli alayhi brought it down. على قلبك On your heart, O oh Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam, لِتَكُونَ مِنَ الْمُنْزِرِينَ So that you can warn the people with love. So it shows that Almighty Allah gave it to Jibreel, والسلام, And Jibreel, والسلام, then brought it to Nabi, wasallam. So we should not ask how and when. All that is very, very easy for Almighty Allah. Verily, Almighty Allah has power over everything.
0: can indeed. Uh, moving on to our next uh, question here on Q&A. It says, uh, Mufti, may a sunni muslim make salah in a shia mosque
1: remember for Sunnis to reach salah behind shias is not permissible you know there are so many beliefs of the shias that are against quran and against the sunnah of nabi alayhi salatu salam. for example Ambiya, prophets and messengers alayhi muslim are the best of all might the creation but the shias their unanimous belief is that Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi was is will always be the greatest and then comes their twelve Imams and then comes the other prophets and messengers I have the books which I brought from Iran And that is what is mentioned there very clearly. So that is a unanimous belief. So this itself makes them kafir and out of the fall of Islam. And then there are so many other issues regarding cursing the Sahaba and so forth and so on. So therefore, you cannot read Salat behind the Shias. We should read Salat behind our own Sunni Imams
0: next question. It says, um, when you are feeling frustrated and angry towards everyone because of nothing coming your way and your wife is pregnant with another baby, uh, is it shaitan or me because not fulfilling my Islamic duties, Mufti?
1: Obviously that every person must control their own emotions, you can't be venting your anger and frustration on others. When you feel you're gonna lose your temper, your anger, then read Rajeem." When you feel depressed and anxiety is taking over, read La Ilaha Illa Anta Subhanaka inni kuntu now for you and your wife, Masha'Allah, another baby on the way. Both of you should be reading the following. O oh, Almighty Allah, grant us our spouses and children that are the, the coolness of the eyes. And don't let the baby cause friction amongst you, husband and wife. Read, Ya Wadud, Ya Wadood, Ya Allah, unite us, enhance the marriage, bring more love and for your risk and sustenance because maybe you're worried about the money read your to your to your to all might will increase your risk with his grace and mercy um
0: mufti why is it that such a lot of young muslim boys are inclined towards being gay and there are boys that make the daily salah and come from pious muslim families
1: we must remember that there are three answers to this when you take our youth they spend daily hours and hours in front of the television and you know the television gives subliminal messages it works on your mind And being gay in the TV, in the films and all that is a glorified thing. It means you are doing something different and they glorify it and they feel proud about it. So when we keep on watching all this haram, so our iman gets weaker and weaker and the vices get more and more. So that is why our some of our youth get inclined towards these haram activities. Second is that the circle of friends they keep. You must remember this peer pressure, and they say, "No, you are a square, and you are this, and all that." You must try it out, and all that. So today, his friends, he also gets involved in this gay circle and vicious circle. Allah forbid. And third thing is the parents also are neglecting their duties. They have give their own sons so much time, sons and daughters, so much free time, so much money and so forth. Now when all the problems happen, then we wonder how come things went upside down. So every one day is to blame. Obviously we know the gay band and the gay brigade and all that is absolutely haram in Islam
0: she can read uh, the voice of uh, mufti abdul khusania on uh, the voice of the cape 91.3 fm going on to our next question it says uh, salam i have a husband that don't provide but uh, we are separated and stay with my parents and he refuses me a talaq can mufti please give some advice what to do
1: here yeah, there are two separate issues issue number one he does not want to give you talaq my advice to you, sister, will be go to your local ulama or the MJC and then let them investigate if there are grounds for fasakh and annulment, then they will do that after the investigation. <laughs> Second thing is, if he's not giving nafaqah for you, so that's right, because you are not living together, so therefore there's no nafaqah maintenance for you. But if he's not giving nafaka for the children If they are children, then that's haram Although the children are by you The nafaka and maintenance for the children Is still compulsory upon him
0: she can indeed And the next question It says, uh, Mufti um, Was pregnant previously And still didn't, couldn't fast And still didn't pay in days And pregnant again, now what to
1: do? In a case like this, sister You should see that if you can manage fasting Alhamdulillah, then you should fast if you can't manage fasting every day, then every second day, third day, and so forth, then after you give birth, inshallah, your nifas and your postnatal is finished, then inshallah, you keep the qaza of this year and the previous years. Remember, the qaza will not be waived off, payment alone will not suffice. All you ladies who were pregnant previous years or breastfeeding, remember qaza is compulsory and payment only will not suffice.
0: Assalamu alaikum Mufti. A while back I used to wake up every day at exactly 3 o'clock in the early hours of the morning. I thought it was just a bad sleeping routine until someone told me something about genes and that 3am uh, is the bewitched hour. Is this true? And can Mufti please give some advice on the, uh, this um, particular issue? We'll uh, go and pay the bills. and When we come back we'll get an answer from Mufti on the bewitched hour at 3 o'clock in the evening. <laughs> To the game. Today was of uh, The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM We continue now with our program QA and uh, a reminder that we're only dealing with questions uh, That was left over from uh, last week's program So we're not taking any SMSs or any calls So we're not taking any questions uh, this evening Well the question we posed Mufti before the break says, uh, Salam Mufti A while back I used to wake up every day At exactly 3 o'clock in the morning I thought it was just a bad sleeping routine Until someone told me something about gin's and that three AM is the bewitched hour. Is this true? And can Mufti please give some advice on this.
1: What the person told you is a fabrication and a total lie. Let's look at Quran Karim. Quran Karim speaks of the pious people Wabila Ashari Hum Yesto at suhoor time, they are making istighfar. So three o'clock in the morning, you wake up, it's istighfar time, it's tahajjud time, is to beg Almighty Allah. Mustafa Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam said in the authentic hadith, Aqarabu maa yakoonul abdu min rabbi wa wasajidun. The nearest the servant comes to all, Almighty Allah is when he that servant is in sazda, فاكثرو فيه dua. So make abundant dua at that time. The hadith is authentic in Sahih Muslim. And another hadith, al mm-hmm. al The nearest, the mercy of all, might Allah is, for a servant, is in the latter portion of the night, three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock. So it shows that to say it is a bewitched hour, remember that is totally a fabrication.
0: Indeed, going on to the next question, it says... Um I am a new Muslim, but my family and friends do not accept it. Always funny remarks makes me sometimes feel if I perhaps made a mistake by turning Muslim. And I wear my hijab as well, Muti?
1: What you must do, my dear sister, is read Surah 3. Surah 3, Surah Al-Imran, verse number 8. Oh Allah, do not let my heart get deviated. After you gave us the guidance, and grant us from your side the special mercy. You are the best one to grant us these bounties and favors. Surah 3, verse 8, that will keep us steadfast, all of us, on Iman and Islam. Regarding the brothers, sisters, family, who are making unsavory comments because you wear hijab or whatever you, remember, read chapter 103, 103, very short chapter. And Surah Imam Shafi'i, Rahimahullah, the genius he was, said, hypothetically, for argument's sake, if Allah Ta'ala did not reveal any other verse, then this Surah and chapter alone would have been sufficient for the guidance of humanity. So they did mention the people who are successful are those who have Iman, that you have Iman, you have faith, you are going to do good deeds. Now, the duty we have to carry out, sister, is Invite and call one another towards the truth, and that is Islam. And call one another towards patience. So that is the test. When people abuse us, they make vile comments and what have you. So it is the test of our dedication, our sincerity. So don't worry about that. Remember, the greatest of all might tell us creation. Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi was also persecuted, tortured and ridiculed. So that's a good sign that are we sincere or not.
0: Shrikan Mufti, next question. Does my wife's sisters and her nieces break my hudu?
1: Any person who is a stranger will break your hudu. So your wife's sister is a stranger to you, so if you shake hand with her, or you she shakes hand with you, and so forth, then definitely the Huzhu will break. And remember, all others who are strangers to you, so they, also, your wife's nieces, and your wife's aunties, and so forth, so when they meet you, you meet them, you shake hands, or whatever, then according to the Shafi school, skin to skin, the Huzu will break.
0: Indeed. Onto to our next question, it says, uh, Can Mufti please uh, advise, I've got a baby who's only a few months old, very restless at night. Is there anything that the Prophet advised that could be recited so that the baby can have a peaceful night's sleep, Mufti?
1: Read the dua from the Quran and the Hadith also, we'll give you both. I hope you got the pen and paper, repeat both twice. From the Quran, Kareem, surah, surah 46, Surah 46, Surah Ahkaf, Verse fifteen, one five, very short, simple dua. The ayat is long, but you only read these three, four words. Wa aslihi fi zuriyatih. Oh Allah, you bring about reform, goodness, piety in my children and offspring. Surah forty-six, verse fifteen. Wa aslihi fi the next one I'm mentioning is a du'a, subhanAllah, every father, mother, teacher should be learning this and by hearting it and reading on our beloved flowers and children and bundle of joy. It is mentioned in Bukhari Sharif, Mustafa, Nabi Muhammad sallallahu الله عليه sallam said that Nabi Ibrahim Khalilullah alayhi salam read this, same dua for Nabi Ismail, Nabi Ishaq, alayhimu salam. And I am reading it for Sayyidina Hassan, Sayyidina Hussein, radiallahu And the reference is Bukhari Sharif. This is the dua, mother, sister. A'udhu, bi kalimatillahi Min kulli shaytanin wahamma. Wa min kulli ainin lamah. Finished. Let us read it and translate it. I seek the protection of all Allah from His complete words. I seek the protection of Allah from every shaitan and everything that is poisonous and harmful. And the last portion. And every evil eye. وَمِنْ كُلِّ عَيْنٍ So you read this and blow on your baby and inshallah he or she will have a wonderful sleep and peaceful rest inshallah.
0: I mean inshallah. I will personally also try it for my seven month old inshallah. Going on to our next question, it says, Salam, Mufti, I became very ill recently with an illness. My husband has distanced himself from me. Even though we live in the same house, we're still very much apart from each other. He chats to other women via emails and he's so deep into pornography. He believes nothing is happening to him. Uh, Can Mufti please give some advice?
1: Obviously, instead of the child bringing the two of you closer, now your husband has been put off and now he feels the haram is better for him, Allah forbid. For when he is in a good mood and he's is alone, then you should show him these verses, inshallah, that will jog his memory and now with 15 nights of Shaban, Ramadan coming, so inshallah, Almighty Allah will bring him back to the right path. <laughs> Tell your husband that all Mithya Allah Jalla states in the Noble Qur'an. Tell them that the pure and the impure are not equal. Although the abundance of impurity, whether it be drugs, alcohol, pornography, other strange women, or emails flying to the females, so all that are haram activities, so that impresses you and you get joy. It is a temporary joy and madness, and thereafter is everlasting shame and disgrace. So remember, Qur'an, Kareem mentioned this in Surah Ma'idah, chapter number 5, and verse number 100. Chapter 5, verse 100, very easy to remember. Then all Makti Allah states in the same verse, Fattakullah ya ulil al bam fear Allah, oh you people of intelligence, then only will you be successful, so obviously he can say he doesn't feel anything. It's absolute haram and remember He's destroying his life, he's destroying His marriage and he will lose you And his children if he's not careful
0: The voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein on, the voice of the Cape 91.3 FM and of course uh, The program is Q&A with myself Muhammad Zain Machid, not taking any Questions this evening, we're only answering The questions that uh, we couldn't get To last week so we're dealing with those questions And not taking any questions uh, This evening, Uh, on to our Next uh, question, it says salam the, can a woman dye her hair black?
1: For a woman or a male to dye their hair black will not be permissible. Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told Sina U his father you Abu Kuhafa they change your shape, they change your color of your hair. The white is grayish hair. Watch Tanibu niqab, but abstain from black. And logically, also, you see that if you use black, then it is deception. An authentic hadith in Sahih Muslim. Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "Man fa minna." People who deceive us, they are not of us. So, sister, you want to dye your hair, then dye it brown or dye it, you know, dark brown or something like that.
0: That's fine. Mufti, my brother's wife and my family knows about uh, his affairs with other women. What should they do about him because he continues, he continues his affairs and is a very stubborn man?
1: remember when you know that your brother or your family member is a humanizer every week every month he got another person another one in his life and just using them and all these kind things remember you the family must excommunicate him boycott him and tell him that he thinks that he'll get away with all this haram but tomorrow when he gets AIDS or he gets sexually transmitted disease or the marriage breaks and all the children leave him then he will see the punishment already in this world, and worse still in the year after. So that is what the family needs to do. You hate not the person, but you hate the actions of the person. And tell him we hate your actions, and therefore we are boycotting you. You repent and lead a straight life, then you'll become part of the family again.
0: Should we on come to our next question. Uh, please advise if, whether my husband's brothers are haram for me. A lady wants to know.
1: Definitely, Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam said, Alhamu al-maut, how you fear death, you should fear the brother-in-law, the husband's brother, because he has free access to the house. He can come in, he can come out, nobody will suspect anything. So now there's hijab, and remember, you should never have contact with him unless there's absolute need and necessity, and you can't be alone with him.
0: Uh, on to our next question, Mufti. Are Muslims allowed to eat at restaurants that serves liquor, for example, at certain brands which I don't want to mention, but uh, because they say it's only fish or some other items, but uh, it's halal friendly, Mufti?
1: Mustafa, Nabi, sallallahu (sallallahu alaihi wasallam) taught us the hadith is authentic and Tirmidhi Man kana yu'minu bil wal yomil akhir. Fala yajlis ala al khamr whosoever believes in all in the last day cannot sit and frequent such a place where alcohol is served so definitely not permissible in Islam there is no such thing as halal friendly and all that it's either halal or either haram
0: um, uh, can Mufti please advise how, uh, how to help uh, my husband he chats to strange women on his phone and says there's nothing wrong he also cheated on me
1: Obviously, that Almighty tell, Allah tells us in the noble Qur'an, وَلَا تَقْرَبُ سَبِيلًا Don't even approach and go near fornication and adultery. It is something lewd, it is something obscene, and it's a very, very bad path to follow. Now, he already cheated on you, but he's not learning his lesson. So if he's continuing this, you can go to the ulama and tell them you want fasakh and out of this marriage because this person here yeah, is becoming a proper humanizer. And remember, zina in Islam doesn't mean only the sleeping together, even the stalking and sending messages that are the muqaddamat and the introduction towards zina and fornication and adultery, Allah forbid. <coughs> uh,
0: my parents are separated. What do I do when uh, my father... Uh, does not want to change and he always lie about everything. The only time I will hear from him is when he needs money. I can't say if he stopped using drugs or not,
1: Mufti. In a case like that, you the children should keep ties with both the father and the mother and regarding your father and mother, for both of them make du'a Surah Seventeen, Surah Bani Israel, Verse Twenty Four. Kama <clears throat> Rabbayani Sahira O oh, beloved Allah, have mercy on them. as and nurtured me, brought me up whilst I was a baby. However, you the children should not give your father any mother money because he will go and bust it up and use it in drugs and so forth. You buy the food or buy the clothing or the blanket or whatever else he needs. That's fine. Secondly is you must keep contact with your mother and don't poison the minds of one of them against the other. Don't go tell your father the mother said this and tell the mother the father said this. You all should try and be good with both and inshallah in that way all might Allah, make it easy for the entire family.
0: Now Mufti, my husband paid fitra last year for his mistress. He's having an extramarital affair and a kids. Can Mufti, can this be done?
1: Remember this is absolutely haram. First of all, you have a mistress. Then you want to come and justify it by paying the fitrah or whatever else. Remember that is all the waswasa and whisperings of shaitan. You don't get no reward because all that type of relationship are illicit relationship, haram relationship, by Almighty Allah the law is. Inna الله tayyibun, wa yakbalu illa All maithya Allah is pure, and Allah only accepts that which is pure. So you're involved with this lady, and now you want to massage your ego, and say, no, see I'm doing good, I'm paying the fitrah, I'm paying the zakat, or I'm doing this. All these are fairy tales, remember you have to sever all ties with the lady.
0: Shikanda can you fast when traveling to Johannesburg from Cape Town by aeroplane, seeing that the Fajr and the Maghrib times are different?
1: Remember, you can travel to any part of the world, and when you are traveling during Ramadan, then there's two or three scenarios. You left Cape Town in the morning, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, so when you make iftar here in Johannesburg, you work with the Johannesburg time. When I travel, for example, from Johannesburg to Cape Town, I will work with the Cape Town time and not the Johannesburg time. And remember another principle, my dear listener of Voice of the Cape. Let's say you are traveling far abroad. You're going for Umrah or Jeddah or Makkah, Medina, wherever, Dubai. And you are traveling and you are fasting. Now you are airborne. The plane is still in the air. Then you don't work with the time on the ground, you just look out of the window, the sun has set there, you can see it's setting, darkness has come in, finished, now you break your fast, and that is the time If star comes in. You don't have to worry about the time on the ground.
0: Sheikh Mufti, what salah should be made first if you have uh, missed your door and asr to make, uh, but it's almost uh, the waqt of Maghrib Mufti?
1: Remember that to miss Salat is a major, major sin and one can lose one's Iman. If there is 5, 10, 15 minutes left for sunset, then read your Asr Salat of that day there because that Salat will still be Adah. Adah means you read the Salat on time, although it's makruh. And the Zohar salat that you must then after your asr salat after sunset you read your maghrib and thereafter you can read your zohar. But remember, we must try and read every salat on the appointed time.
0: The voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir on the voice of the Cape ninety one point three uh, rather ninety one point three FM, and of course the program being Q and A with Masaf Muhammad Zain Machid. We get to pay the bills when we come back. We continue with Q and A. Welcome back uh, to the Airways of uh, the Voice of the Cape. We continue now with our program Q&A. And uh, yes, a reminder that we're not taking any questions uh, this evening as we are dealing with the questions that was left over from last week's program. Now Mufti, um, people sitting in Tahiyad and moving their Tahiyad finger around in circles while saying the Tashahud, is it permissible? Yes, it is permissible.
1: According to the Hanafi, Shafi, Zanam, you just pick up the finger According to the Shafi's, you pick up the finger right till the end and you keep it there till salam, till you terminate your salat. According to the Hanafi's, you drop it after a little while. And according to the Maliki scholars, that you make a circle, meaning you keep on moving it like making a circle. You harrikuha, so that also is mentioned in Mishkat Sharif. And that is the evidence cited by the Maliki jurists and scholars.
0: Now Mufti, is it per- permissible for a professional rugby or soccer player to not fast on the day of the match, Mufti?
1: Remember, Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, has a great principle and usul. <coughs> That's what makes him such a genius. Imam Shafi'i, rahimahullah, said, an la tanalu bil-mahzur. Remember, you cannot obtain the bounties of all Allah through haram activities. Let's take one, two examples. A person now is traveling from Cape Town to Johannesburg or Johannesburg to Cape Town, and that person there is coming there for robbery or meeting his mistress or girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. So that person there will not be entitled to read two rakat salat. Although he's traveling, Zuhur time, Asr time, he can't read two rakat salat, because he's traveling is for haram purposes. So when Islam says that a person now who's traveling or a person is sick and ill, then he does not have to fast because of mashakkat and difficulty. So you can't take that rationale and say I'm playing cricket or I'm playing soccer or I'm playing tennis or whatever, rugby, and therefore I will not fast. Definitely, that is not permissible and that person is guilty of a major, major sin.
0: Next question, I'm a revert and my neighbor accuses me of worshipping in my old ways. I am a devout Muslima, and uh, that uh, really hurts me a lot. It is, permi- is it permissible of them to do things like this as I always go for Hajj and Umar al-Mufti?
1: Remember that sometimes the young people think that the old people don't understand deen and they understand better... You continue doing whatever you're doing, auntie, and that is the oldest goal. You must tell them as long as you are not doing anything against Sharia, your imam, your sheikh, whoever is in that area, you consult them and they will tell you. But for them to tell you all that you're totally mixed up or whatever, that's totally wrong and unacceptable in Islam
0: our next question, um, it says, Salam my wife and mother never sees eye to eye in advice. I try keeping the peace, but these days, this doesn't seem to uh, to be enough, Mufti.
1: Remember, brother, that they're going to make you a proper sandwich. One side is your mother, one side is your wife. Therefore, if you can live separately with your wife somewhere nearby, Every day you go visit your mother, and night time you are with your wife, so that will be a good balancing act. You have to be a diplomat. And if you can't manage that, you have to keep them together. Then maybe think of making two kitchens separately. Say the fro does your kitchen, and say for ma the does the kitchen. So you don't want no fights and anything. Who is a mother and who is a wife? Easy example the ulama have written. I went alone to dubai or i went to makkah or Medina, or wherever example i'm just giving alone and when i came back my wife is there my mother is there wife will say what did you bring for me and the mother will say oh beloved son did you eat there's the difference between a wife and a mother
0: she got next question salaam my son says he wants to be a nasheed singer is this allowed in islam
1: to be a Nasheed singer is fine with two, three conditions. Number one is this, no musical instruments must be used. Number two will be that the content and the lyrics must be acceptable. And third one, the tunes. You know, today they speak about the tunes. So the tune must not be imitating Hollywood, Bollywood and Nollywood. Nollywood is on Nigeria. <laughs>
0: Next question, Mufti. My husband of 20 years left me with five children, married a non Muslim lady 20 years younger than him. This woman wanted to see talak papers, so he talak me for one day so he could um, have uh, talak papers. And he moved out 20 years ago. I raised our kids and preferred to stay alone for my own children's sake, Mufti.
1: Obviously, sister, what he did is absolutely haram. He left you a Tayyiba, a pure chaste lady. And he took a khabisa, an impure lady, a non-Muslim lady. So what he's doing, he will pay for it. And whatever you did, all the sacrifices, all the tears and everything else, remember all, my Allah, will reward you for that in this world. However, my advice to you, sister, will be that you should tell the children that when they grow up, that this is what happened, because they will be wondering how come that they don't have a father or something in that sense. So when they are of understanding age, then you should explain to them the truth and don't hide the truth from them.
0: Sheikh Mufti, I've been for Umrah. I want to take my two children with. Should I or should I wait for Hajj? I took them to Europe, lady. I feel almost obligated to, to take them, Mufti.
1: My advice to you take them for Umrah, inshallah, and it is the holidays this year, so that will be very, very good. You know Hajj nowadays will be difficult because for children and so forth there's a quota and then you'll have to wait for three, four years maybe. So my advice you can afford it, mashallah. So you take them for umrah and you make special dua, Ya Allah, take us for Hajj as soon as possible. So all Allah will take us for Hajj and Umrah inshallah.
0: On that note we gonna pay the bills- when we come back, we'll be in the last few minutes of our program Q&A. The voice of the We're back. We're in the last few minutes of our program, a Q&A on The Voice of the Cape. Um, uh, question, Mufti, it says, I wear the niqab, but feel that my character is not suitable for the niqab. Can Mufti please give me some advice?
1: Remember, all these are the waswasa and whisperings of shaitan. Shaitan will tell you you're not a good Muslim, so what you wear in the niqab and so forth. You know the surah yourself. You Sufi do in naas. Min al the last surah and the last two verses of the Noble Quran. So the Shaitan and his cronies will come and they will put this wasa in you. So what we must do is this that we practice on islam externally and we practice on islam internally as well so you don't leave one for the other you practice on both so keep your niqab on and then you read the dua also qulubina ya allah <laughs> do not place that hatred malice in my heart amanu for people who got iman rabbana innaka oh allah you are very the most compassionate, the most merciful, Surah 59, Surah Hashr, verse 10. So continue and don't remove it, sister.
0: Now Mufti, there's a video clip This uh, listener says Of a lady in Canada Who delivers a khutbah And leads salah to men and women in a masjid We seek Allah's protection That this uh, should never happen here How should I respond When non-Muslims who sees the video Ask me So where is the equality in Islam Why they may ask Can a woman not deliver a sermon to men Or lead salah for men and women Can Mufti please advise How I could respond to them
1: you must explain to them in Islam, we say that all Majallah created men and women differently and they have their different roles. Ask them these two, three questions. Number one, ask them that if you want absolute, you know, equality and so forth, then why can't men fall pregnant? Why can't men breastfeed? Ask them now, the French Open just finished now in, uh, in Paris and so forth, in tennis. So why the men, they play the best of five sets, and the women, they play the best of three sets? The comrades marathon just finished now. Why they have separate for men and separate for women? So it shows even they themselves don't practice on equality and so forth. So tell them in Islam, when we have equality, it is according to the rules which Almighty Allah has given us. And therefore in Islam, the woman can make imamah for the woman, but she can't make imamah for the men. Remember that Islam never allows that. And the lady who is doing that, she herself is out of the fold of Islam. These are paid agents by the enemies of Islam just to come and cross, cause havoc in the rank and
0: file of muslims. Next question and final question for this evening. It says mufti my husband and I got married both the but the marriage rather is not consummated. We live as friends. He don't want me with uh, with the, he want me um, he wants me now to get a fasakh for this and throw me out a door. Do I have rights in this regard mufti?
1: Obviously what your husband is doing is not permissible, number one you got married and now Allah alone knows how many weeks, how many months or years have passed and now he cannot consummate the marriage. So what he should do is he should go for medical treatment and so forth. But if he does not want to go, so then it is in your interest also you leave him and Allah Ta'ala knows best, you are still a virgin, and after the Iddat and so forth, then, inshallah, you can get married to somebody else. But for a male to do this, remember, is not permissible, because very few people would believe her now that the marriage is not consummated, so you're playing with the lives of others, and that is incorrect.
0: Shukran indeed, Mufti, and uh, that uh, deals with all the questions that we have received. That leaves us with some uh, three minutes for some beautiful nasiqah, inshallah.
1: We give you three advices, inshallah, tomorrow night is Laylatun Nisfim in Shabbat. And remember, we the Ahl-Sunnah wal-Jamaah believe it is a great auspicious big night. If you want an academic discussion on this in Arabic, then Sheikh Nasuddin Albani in his silsila Ahadi sahiha, has mentioned a wonderful academic discussion, volume number 3, Hadith number 1144. That is for people who know Arabic, the Ulama and Mashayikh. Number 2 is what should we be doing, dear brother, dear sister... Remember after Maghrib tomorrow night after Isha, go into Sizdah and beg all Mayallah for all your needs that are permissible. Our mother Siddieta Sayyida Aisha Radiallahu Ta'ala our states that Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made such a long sizda I thought that Nabi Alayhi salatu salam had passed on. I went right near and the Master Alayhi salam was reading the following du'a. A'udhu Min A'udhu Min iqabik. O Allah, I seek your protection through your forgiveness from your punishment. Wa Bi Ridha O Allah, I seek protection from your displeasure through your pleasure. O Allah, I seek your protection from you yourself. Jalla your countenance is magnificent and glorious, Ya Allah. La uhsi sanan alayk, anta kama ala I can never ever praise you enough as you have praised yourself. So any language we speak to Allah in that sajda out of Salat. And the third advice we give you, you the men go to the cemetery on 15th night of Shaban, Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wa sallam, went there also and prayed for the dead and the deceased, so we should make this a great night, and all may Allah give us Tawfiq, inshallah Friday, Saturday we fast, we can't manage two days, and at least Saturday we should fast, remember the hadith is mentioned in Ibn Majah, and the ulama have written to fast on 15 Shaban only is mustahab and good and desirable, may all jalla Allah accept this big night of ours, purify us and cleanse us so that we are ready for the night, for the days and nights of Ramadan, inshaAllah. Make dua for the sinner also in your pious duas. Barakallahu feek. Sadhguru khair to you, Brother Muhammad Zain, all the listeners and management there. Shukran Jazilan. Make dua, inshallah. We're leaving for Umrah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And that, of course, uh, the voice of uh, Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussaini on uh, The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. And of course, uh, shukran to you, the listeners, uh, for tuning in. You have a lovely evening in the company of The Voice of the Cape.